G'day, Patrick Stack here, ABC Sport Daily. We're having a spell over the festive period, but we would not leave you hanging. And we're going to give you some of our favourite conversations and stories from 2023 while you and we are recharging for 2024. Hope you enjoy this one. ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Australia is about to rise for its latest podium finisher as Oscar Piastri for the first time in Formula One comes home to take third place and stand on the podium. That's Australian Oscar Piastri crossing the line for his first podium race finish in Formula One. It's been a big 12 months for the 22-year-old. After being a reserve driver for Alpine, he somewhat controversially signed a contract with McLaren for season 2023, where he earned a DNF in his first start, scored his first points a few weeks later in front of a home crowd in Australia, and has recently signed a contract extension to stay with Team Papaya for the next three years. I told you, a big 12 months. Today, we chat to Piastri about how he's handling his rookie season. I'm Poppy Penny, and this is ABC Sport Daily. Oscar Piastri is driving for McLaren in Formula One and is preparing to race in Qatar this weekend and he just happens to be an Aussie. Oscar, first things first, have you come down from cloud nine after getting your first race podium, finishing third in Japan at last start? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Um, you know, I think obviously a, a very exciting moment to have my my first F1 podium and, and yeah, hopefully it's the, the first of many, but I'm uh, yeah definitely focused on the next race is coming up and yeah, trying to, if we can, and we're in, if we're in the position to, trying to repeat that result. That is P3, buddy. Great job. Woo. Well done, everyone. Remember that for uh, a long time. What was the feeling like standing on that podium, though? Was it everything you kind of hoped it would be? Uh, yeah, I, I would say it was. Of course, like I, I've been uh, on a, a podium at an F1 weekend before, but it's um, it's a bit different when it's uh, for the main event. And uh, Japan, there was a lot of fans there as well. And, you know, I think also just seeing the, the whole team down under the podium was, was very special. The podiums I've had before F1, you know, the team size is much smaller. It's maybe 20 or 30 people under the podium, not close to 100. So, yeah, that was was very special to see just, you know, how much it meant to everyone in the team as well. But it was a, a very, very special feel. You obviously weren't the only member of Team Papaya on the podium. Your teammate Lando Norris finishing second. You're obviously both pretty young and looking to establish yourselves, both looking to succeed. How do you manage that dynamic within the team? Yeah, we, we get on really well. I think we, especially where we were at the beginning of the season, it was super important for us to work together to try and help the team, help the engineers make the car quicker. And I think even now, you know, we've, we've obviously got a bit of a battle in the Constructors' Championship with, with Aston Martin now. So that's, of course, the most important thing for us. We get along well. I think we, we work together very well. And uh, yeah, I think you know, we're, we're always pushing each other to be better on track and, and also trying to help the engineers. We often have very similar comments on what we want from the car, which uh, I think is, is very useful for the engineers. You obviously are enjoying your time at McLaren. You signed a fuss-free contract extension very recently to the end of 2026. How does it feel to have, I guess, a bit of security to build and grow with the team and grow with the car a little bit for the next few years? Yeah, it's very exciting to, to be with McLaren for another three years after this one, but just just excited to continue the journey. And I think knowing that I'm going to be here for, for a while now, it's um, nice to to not have any concerns about uh, your future. So 
Um, not that I was particularly concerned about that, but um, yeah, it's just nice to have it all all confirmed. And I think you know this year's been a year of of two halves. Of course, the start of the season was difficult for us, but we've progressed a lot through the season, and excited to see what we can do in in the years to come. And for the first time in his Formula One career, Lando Norris is going to bag consecutive podium visits with Hamilton fourth and Oscar Piastri coming home to finish fifth. Talking about that progression, you personally have really sort of grown into the season. What have been the keys for you, I guess, settling into the car and settling into Formula One? I think for me, uh, at the start of the season, coming off a year of not racing last year, just trying to get back into the groove of things was the, the biggest thing. Simple things like like being around other cars uh, at the start, you know, first laps, first corners, stuff like that. That took a bit of getting used to. And yeah, I think even early on in the season, there was performances I was, was very happy with. But I think just where we were in sort of outright position wasn't very spectacular. So I think from that aspect of things, I've, I've slowly improved. And I think the consistency has definitely uh, improved through the year. It's been a good season. I think definitely some you know proud moments, some mistakes as well that I wish I could have, have back again. From Carlos Sainz, he's going to tangle on the inside with Oscar Piastri. I've got damage, says Oscar Piastri. His race absolutely ruined. But on the whole, I think it's been very encouraging. So I've enjoyed it a lot. And I think the step up's been uh, more or less as I expected. But of course, uh, you never quite know how you're, you're going to go until you uh, really get stuck in. Obviously, as you touch on, the battle for you guys is with Aston Martin in the Constructors' Championship. How confident are you with six races to go that you guys can run them down? There's definitely a sense, a sense of optimism. We've closed the gap quite considerably in the last couple of races, so hopefully we can continue that trend. Um, you know, it's not going to be uh, simple to beat them, but, um, yeah, I think there's definitely a sense of optimism. So um, hopefully we can have a good last six races of the year. There's going to be quite a few new tracks for me and tracks that are maybe not quite as favourable uh, as the last couple of races we've been to. But I think we should be reasonably strong across the board now. So I'm confident that we can uh, we can beat Aston Martin. So as a Formula One fan in Australia, I know that these races aren't always on at convenient times for viewing. So where did your love for it come from? Like, how did you get into Formula One growing up in Australia? Uh, you make a very good point. <laughs> um, so for me, I, I actually grew up watching V8 supercars quite a lot because obviously it was on at much easier hours to watch. And, uh, you know, for F1, I tried to watch, I guess, a lot of the races when I could, the ones that were convenient time-wise, but also, you know, just recording them and watching them on a, a Monday after school quite often. So, yeah, I guess I kind of always kept an interest in it. But I think from, like, actually trying or wanting to, to be in the sport, I think it, it came much more alive when I moved to Europe. Of course, you're around it more. You know, I was also driving junior single-seaters, so you're kind of in a, a similar car to that, or at least look similar. So that's where it really kind of came from. But grew up watching a, a lot of supercar in Australia growing up and uh, I guess F1 was was kind of when it was convenient uh, or when I didn't have school. <laughs> Keeping half an eye on Bathurst 1000 this weekend then I imagine. Travelling yes. <laughs> travelling all around the world doing something you love obviously it's a pretty good way to make a crust but is there anything you miss about Australia? Uh, yeah definitely I think 
firstly, like a lot of my, well, all my family is, is still in Australia. Uh, a lot of my friends are there as well. You know, it certainly wasn't uh, an easy decision to, to, you know, move to Europe and move away from Australia for good. But it, it's all been been worth it in the end. I think, you know, reaching Formula One's been, been nice. But yeah, family, friends, uh, definitely the weather as well. I've, I've lived in the UK for the last uh, eight years now. So um, the weather never gets lost on me. But yeah, I have food, you know, everything. I think if I if I still could live in Australia and it wasn't a day's plane journey away, then I still would. But uh, unfortunately, teleportation hasn't uh, been invented yet. So um, I'll be waiting for the day that <laughs> Well, we hope that it does happen because we'd love to have you back down under. And we've loved watching your rookie season and we can't wait to see what you can do next. Oscar Piastri, thanks so much for your time and good luck this weekend. Thanks very much. That was one of our fave eps of the year just gone. We will be back on deck from January 8 with Poppy Penny in the chair to attack 2024 with fresh stories. Until then, hope you're having a great summer. Thanks to Fox Sports and Formula One for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.